Welcome back, or welcome to the Real Real Estate Show. <laughs> well, hopefully, back. welcome right. back. <laughs> I'm your host, Christine Koenig, here today with my co-host, Marcia Talbot, hey, associate Marcia. broker, Better Homes and Gardens Ran. Good morning, everybody. How's everything going? How was your weekend? My weekend was lovely. It wasn't heavily real estate. It was a little bit of family. Oh, I so love that. Was, Sometimes it it's was, nice to, to have it, that. That part was really nice. Um, I had put um, a rental on the market on Friday night, and I think we have 25 people Wow. who want to see it. I know I have three applications already. Um, so if you're thinking about if you have a rental, a legal rental, what a great time. Wow, that's... Uh, you know, we talk a lot about the, the housing market for sale, but um, rentals are going crazy right now as well. It is a, uh, it really is a an interesting market. Um, it's a very busy market. Um, I think that as agents, we're working really hard for our clients right now um, because we're, fi- we're finding them many houses that they like because unfortunately, a lot of times the bidding is so competitive, even with a great offer. Um, yeah. You're not guaranteed to to get the house that that you're bidding on. So, um, you know, advice to buyers out there: be patient. Don't don't fall too in love with the house until um, until really, you get it. <laughs> until you're under contract with right. it, not even until you That's get it. Cause, true. Because you know, so houses true. even after you have an accepted offer, you've done inspections, they're still um, they're, they're still getting offers in, and those offers get more and more competitive as people see that they're not you know, that they've already accepted something. Um, and sometimes you end up with a number you just can't say no to as a seller. So. And I, and also, I think that buyers have to be cautious not to go over right. what they comfortably feel like yep. doing. Because you may, be, uh, you may be able to, but you have to look at the big picture. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk <clears throat> a little bit about why people choose a particular town or community or how to research um, an area that you are interested in moving to, but maybe don't have a lifetime of experience to really know, um, you know, the the big picture of the community. You may have heard, um, you know, you may have heard this is a great place to live. You may have, um, you know, had lunch at a town and said, oh, how quaint and cute. Uh, but uh, the reality of does this town fit or community fit your lifestyle in a way that you're going to be very happy. Um, you know, it's an interesting conversation. Um, and Marsha, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but as I'm getting more out of area buyers, um, you know, they come up with a vision of one town um, and then we're exploring and exploring and exploring because they're learning about other area, like other towns in the same area. Um, and, you know, taking that time to drive around with clients, showing them houses here or there. I am having, um, I feel like a little, it's like schizophrenic sometimes, <laughs> right? Like right. Uh, what you say you want one day is totally different from what comes out of your mouth for the next day. All of a sudden you're sending me Zillow pictures of towns we've never talked about. And uh, I'm trying to, it's like, I'm trying to like build my picture of who you are as a buyer, right? Because that's part of what we do. We we talk to you, we see some homes, we start to build a profile in our heads about what what is that house, especially when houses come on the market and off so fast. When we see something, we want to, you know, and we know it's something that is you've you've said to us is what you're looking for, right? I want to I want to get that out to you. And so, um, you know, it, you got to be really nimble in this market. Um, and as buyers are changing so drastically what they're looking for, where they're looking, it has really, really, really 
a challenge? I think that we might have to have a different approach. Mm-hmm. You know, we usually ask people about what, they, what they're looking for in a house. And I do sometimes say, you know, like, what is important for you in your lifestyle? Mm-hmm. What do you, you know, what do you like? Um, what are your hobbies? But I think we have to even do it broader than that. Because in this changing, changing mindset, mm-hmm. because there's so much unknown right now, and it affects everybody. There's right. no way that anybody can say, oh, I know what I want because no one knows what they want. Right. They only know what they think they want, Correct. which is very different than no. Because, so I think we need as agents to explore and help them get to that point where they're saying, oh, okay, this is a great town, but it's a little more money than I can afford. Is there another town that offers similar uh, amenities and what am I looking for? Well, I I want a town that has a a cafe where I can go and sit down and have cappuccino. You know, what are the little things, not the big things, the little things. We know what the big things are. Four bedrooms, two and a half baths, whatever. We know that, but what we don't know is the underlying. For sure. And, you know, you and I were talking and I said, you know, we are so focused on making sure we know what people want in a house. Right. That is a conversation we have um, all the time. Number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, fireplace, finished basement, property, acre of property. Right. Like and we fine tune our search on those criteria, because when we're setting up, you know, our MLS search, those are the things. Right. Um, And as we have more and more people coming from out of the area, that conversation has shifted to not only include those things, because that's important, um, but to also include how familiar how, how, how familiar are you with not only this town, but the area? Have you explored neighboring towns? Um, you know, are you focused you know, just here, or would you like to broaden your search a little bit? Um, you know, I encourage people to drive around. Um, I try to give them a couple of, um, you know, different, um, different things in a couple different towns to go say, hey, go go here, drive to here. Here's where the village is. Here's where the shopping is. Make sure that that distance is comfortable for you, right? Because I talk to people about, um, you know, how important is it to you for you to be, you know, how close to a supermarket do you need to be? Because we have areas around here that are not close to a supermarket. My house. Right. <laughs> then, you know, then I'll say, you know, how important is it to you to be near major shopping, right? Some people want quick access to their home goods or their target or right. And other people prefer not to shop at big box stores. So kind of getting an idea of what, what their daily life is going to be like, um, you know, and help them find places that are going to have the things they like, right? Some people really want to be part of a woman's club or they really want to have um, a bridge club that they play in or, right. Cause these are the things that they're used to doing. It's what makes them feel comfortable in an area. And not all places offer all of the things that they may Correct. want. And so, um, as I said, that discussion becomes so different than what it has been for us in the past. I think also now that we're, as a rule, not meeting people the same way we did. Right. Um, their body language. Mm-hmm. That, and, and that's just to watch people. That sounds terrible. But what I no, mean is important. to watch their expressions. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I love the idea that there's a, a federal uh, thing on Oil City Road, the, the preserve. Right. And I could walk three miles. Correct. You know, 
we're not seeing that. And, you know, when people talk about it, oh, I like to go for a hike. Right. It's different. Yeah. And so that's where I'm saying I think we have to dig a little bit deeper mm -hmm. to help people find what they're looking for. Right. And then I'm going to say this out to the buyers out there. When you partner with a real estate agent who is doing a ton of research and learning about you and helping you, right? Sometimes it takes us a little bit of time to learn you. Um, and if you have committed to working with an agent and you've been out and you've seen seven, eight, nine, ten houses with them, um, and maybe you're not seeing what you wanted to see, have an open dialogue with them to um, express what what your needs are. Maybe they've changed a little bit. Maybe um, maybe we're you know we're not quite where we need to be. Um, and I say that you know I had an experience where I've been working with someone, showing them you know lake houses in two states, um, forty to fifty miles apart. Uh, in a price point that they told me they wanted. And, you know, then we shifted to maybe I, maybe I want to be in a village instead. So then we saw a number of village homes. Maybe I just need lake views. We saw a right bunch of homes that way. Um, and then I got a phone call the other day. I walked by a house and it had a for sale sign and I just called the number on the sign and I bought a house. And I'm like, you what? <laughs> Go when you, when you saw this house, why, instead of calling a stranger who represents a seller, not you, why would you not have called me? Right. I, I just I can't even begin to talk about but the frustration as an agent. Right. But now that I have a person out there who's totally unrepresented in a in a in a big transaction. So it's, uh, you know, communicate freely with your agents. They're there to work for you. I think that w that's where we're remiss. Yeah. Is that we don't explain the, as well as we could the difference between the the even though we say this means we, you know, we represent right. we your interests, right. we go through the agency, but it's probably not extensive enough. I'm here to help you. Yeah, share your thoughts with me. Yeah, if you're not happy about what we're seeing, we're not sure. Let's talk about it. Maybe we have to review what we looked at, right? And and rethink it because what you said a month ago may not be what's happening today. Yeah, I've you know she, I think it's. And experience. Yeah, it, it is. It's, uh, you know, something that you, it happens to all of us, but, you know, just a reminder out there. Um, and when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about how to research an area for yourself. Hi, this is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.brandrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. 
As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty & Kruhulik, the lawyer guy. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions. That's every Tuesday at 12 noon on Radio Worth Listening To. Hi, this is Taylor. Have your second cup of coffee with me every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Learn the latest in news, gossip, health, entertainment, and of course, all about animals. Radio worth listening to. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Gardens Brand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey. I'm here today with Marsha Talbot. Hi, Marsha. Good morning, everybody. And I had to laugh at the last, um, I just heard Taylor right. online, and she talked all about animals. Do you know that chickens allow you to pet them? I, I did not know that. <laughs> so you know that now Grace and I both have chickens and eggs, and I should, I'm so sorry I meant to bring some. Uh, anyway, they, there, some of them will literally squat down and let you pet the, their backs. Oh, I had like, no idea. Are they like cats where some are like very standoffish and some are very lovey-dovey? I think so. Huh. I mean, I think they have distinct personalities. That is not my goal to find out who they are because mm -hmm. um, they all have one name, chicken. And, <laughs> <laughs> and when you call them, they come running. I love. By the way, I love that you have named all your chickens chicken. <laughs> I'm going to laugh about that all day. Um, you should know that uh, that the kids' um, dad uh, they have chickens at his house, and mm -hmm. they named all of their chickens Georgette. Okay, that's fine. They're all Georgette. I think it's better that way. Or maybe I mean, they're Georginas. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, my hope is just for eggs, mm -hmm. but no one knows what the future may bring, and I do not want to have. But there is one that is always like a straggler. And it, it also waddles more. It's really funny. Slow chicken. <laughs> so, anyway, that's, that's an aside about lifestyle. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, so we've been chit-chatting today a little bit about, um, you know, our experience lately with buyers coming in from out of the area. And it kind of brought us to want to talk a little bit about um, how to research an area. If you're coming in and... You have a very basic understanding of an area, but you feel like it's the right fit for you. Um, what can you do to make sure that the area you're looking at truly is right for you? Um, you know, some of the basic things, right? Drive around. Well, I think first and foremost, make a list. Mm. Like, what would I like if I'm, I'm going to move? I'm coming from the city. I'm accustomed to having a bodega on the corner right. or down the street. What do I need when I make this move to make me comfortable. Yeah. Because if unless you're in the villages, you're not going to have a little market down the street. Right. Am I ready to make that transition to a very different Right, lifestyle? hopping in the car every yeah. time I need to, to go somewhere. Right, just, well, what you do at home is you make a list. So you don't <laughs> hop in the... Very is that, is that what I've been doing wrong? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is that. Just keep a running list because otherwise you're just hopping in. But you're coming and you're driving by. Right. I uh, Unless I'm coming into town, I am not driving. Well, if I go to Edenville, I can right. drive by or Pine Island. But 
the, the thing is, I think that's important. What do I want in a town? Do I want a large community? Do I want a small community? If I'm, uh, follow, if I'm religiously oriented, do I need a specific house of worship close by? Right. What are the various things that my family does? Is there uh, tennis courts? Uh, is there uh, trails? Do right. I like to do I like to hike? All those things that you don't think of. Right. are what ends up helping you buy a house Correct. in an area. Or, or really being happy with where you are. Right. Um, and <clears throat> I would counsel to say that as, as you start looking around um, and maybe you're not feeling like this is, this is the thing, or you start to realize that this might still be the thing, but I'm open to more, those are the conversations it's so important and critical to have with your agent because um, just because you're thinking it in your head doesn't mean we're privy to your, your changing um, focus, so to speak. And I think focus does change because yeah. people have that a, a set idea and all of a sudden it, it widens it. Because I always think of looking at houses is, is really, it, it's exploration, but it becomes an experience. Like yeah. what is important to me and my family? And that's what makes the change. Not mm -hmm. necessarily because you change the style. Everybody, when you initially start you really focusing on style right house style yeah. not your style right and not commute and not community style um, i know one of the things that i suggest people to do as if they're really truly new to an area is to walk around the area talk to store owners when you go into a business and you're looking chit chat with them a little bit how long have they been there and what do they love about the community um, restaurant staff right they'll give you uh insight but the best, you know, if you have kids, bring them to a local park and chit chat with a local mm -hmm. parent. I said, because their local parents will literally tell you anything you want to know about anything. And, and more. And more. <laughs> right? you'll, you'll, find, you'll find out what you need to know about a community. Um, and like that, I would need say. Need to balance it sometimes. Yeah, of course. Uh, the, the same way I say, you know, request to join the local community Facebook page. Um, and the parent And the parents group. Because people will post about um, things going on that you have no real other way to get, right? As real estate agents, um, our job is going to be to find you what you want, right? Um, and not to editorialize and not to direct you in any way, right? You you give us information, we're going to give you um, homes in the places that you talk about. Uh, we, you know, it's and anything else, I can direct you to a resource to answer your questions, but I'm really, not in a position to editorialize or give my opinion on those uh, because that can all come back in, or be construed in different ways by different people. Right. Also, right? some of the questions that we know you would like us to answer, legally we cannot do to fair housing. That's right, cannot. But demographics are everywhere. Right. And, uh, and you know, I, that's exactly where I send people to the Internet for. So I always tell people to Google a town, right? Mm -hmm. See what comes up. See what's going on in town. Find their local paper, right? Go to that website, read what issues are going on. Um, you know, at the same time, you can um, go to greatschools.com um, or other similar uh, websites to find out about um, what activities schools have. You can go to the school's website. Um, you can, you know, they'll give you like their, their ranking of stats, which to me, test scores don't tell the story of a school, but those are important to some people. They want to, they want to have an idea. So, you know, I, when people say, how are the schools? I tell them all our schools are great. It just depends what you're looking for. I think one of the, and when I remember when we were looking for colleges for my daughter, um, one of the things 
I did was not necessarily go on the tour. The right. day of the tour, I went on, made an appointment for a day that there wasn't the tour. Right. We went to the dining room, so how the kids interacted. Right. That's what you're looking for, is what's the, the underlying base of this school district, you know, particular school. I don't, in the past, I've told people to call the school and make an appointment. I'm not sure in these days of COVID, they're going to let anybody in. So right. the internet is your answer. Right. Uh, also, uh, Chamber of Commerce in an area. Mm -hmm. um, nobody knows what's going on in an area more than the people who work at a Chamber of Commerce. It's literally their job to know everything, and they're really good at it. So if you want to get um, information about what sorts of businesses are there, if you're looking for a particular, um, you have a particular need or want, you can always call or stop into your local chamber, the local Chamber of Commerce and... Um, or call, because... Or call. Like... The Pine Island Chamber, which is smaller, mm -hmm. does not have a specific meeting place, but you know it is online and you can call people and get your information. Um, in Warwick, I think we have, well, we have quite a few chambers. We have a chamber in Greenwood Lake. Mm -hmm. We have a chamber in the village of Warwick. We have a chamber in the village of Florida and in the hamlet of Pine Island. Wow. So that is a, that, that's a lot of different <laughs> it's chambers. a lot of, of chambers commerce right there. And, and, they have different constituents. Right. And there's the Orange County Chamber, if you want an right. a, a even bigger um, pool of, of businesses. Of chambers. That's correct. <laughs> but, you know, they do great things. You know, other things to consider, um, I kind of wrote my, my list of, of things to think about, right? And as you said, like preparing your own list beforehand, right? Um, other things that are really important to people. Gyms, mm -hmm. right? Uh, how close. I know that for a while, um, many years back, there wasn't, you know, Warwick did not have a gym now we have three right? right but but we didn't for a while and so to get somewhere would take me 20 minutes right and that was a that was an inconvenience right that's been resolved here but um it is right. something to think about like what are those things right what's your gym so to speak um hiking skiing lakes outdoor activities our area has a ton of those but what are the most important to you and how quickly can you get to those things like yoga a ballet studio for your kids right a pool uh, maybe it's bowling. Like I had one person who um, had a son. They were moving in from like from far away, and they were big into the marching band. And he wanted a school that had marching bands. And in New York, we don't have them, but in New Jersey, every school does. Newburgh, I think, has one. I think I know they have a drumming. Maybe I'm wrong. They have drumming bands. Right. So it's you know, that, and that's that is a difference. I grew up in New Jersey, and it, it didn't even dawn on me that we didn't have marching bands here. Right. Because it's a big thing in New Jersey. Yeah. Your bands are big. They have, you know, I mean, and it's not even the instruments. They have the they have the, the flag. Twirlers. Yes, the flags. And the, right. It's and it's amazing and it's beautiful. Right. And then, uh, you, you know, we don't. How does New York not have that? I don't know. But it's it's not part of. We have orchestras. We do have orchestras. It's true. So anyway, my, I was going to add an important one to mm -hmm. your list and you might have it. Library. Ah, yes. A good library. And, I, and one of the things... Or library that, system, for that matter. Yes. And one of the things we do have in Warwick is an amazing library. You know what? Warwick has a new and amazing library. Goshen has a beautiful new library. library. Washingtonville also has a new library. But even if you're not... Renovated. In, renovated, beautiful, yes. With Tiffany windows. Uh, but even if you're not in one of those um, areas, what's really nice about this area is that we have shared resources for all of our libraries. So um, if there's something you need or want and your home library doesn't have it, you can request it through the shared library system, um, which 
uh, I mean, it's it's huge. The amount, right. the, the distance, you go up to Catskill, I think, that if, for a resource. It's it's all over the place. Well, Middletown has the Thrall Library, which has been there for years. So, mm. I mean, there's history uh, that encompasses all our whole region, right. which is amazing. Yeah. Which is amazing. So um, we're going to take a quick break now. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking about, um, you know, our communities around here and how to find the right fit for yourself. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Gem Home Inspections is the number one home inspection for your prospective new home, ensuring great memories instead of repairs. Gene of Gem Home Inspections brings more than 30 years of experience in residential construction plus hardscape and landscape design. Gene's passion also lies in historic restoration and renovation, providing professional quality service, plus Gene is a state certified inspector. For peace of mind with the purchase of your home, contact Gene on Facebook at Gem Home Inspections. Hi, this is Brian Baird, host of Million Dollar Feeling, heard every Saturday at 9 a.m. Join me and my guests and learn how you can let go of your past and create a future filled with a million dollar feeling. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Hi, this is Wild Baby Love. Start your Sunday with me at 6 a.m. and Gospel Tracks. I'll give you the phone number to the faith phone line and the address to the website. All that and much, much more right here on Gospel Tracks with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. WTBQ Well, nice weather returns across the area today with plenty of sunshine and our highs should top off into the lower 70s. Tonight, clear and quite chilly. We'll head down into the lower 40s. And then for tomorrow, bright, sunny, fall-like day with highs only getting into the mid and upper 60s. Clear and chilly again at night, dropping off to the mid and upper 40s. And for Wednesday, mostly sunny and pleasant with a high of 70 to 75. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks Tony Salimo. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome, Welcome. back. Oh, that's you. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. We share this. Well. <laughs> Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show on WTVQ. We're a call-in show, so give us a call, 651-1110. Perfect, 651-1110. I am terrible with phone numbers, so I'm glad that you mention it because I well, can never we're really it. lucky because it's open there. Right. right. <laughs> um, anyway, so today we have been spending some time talking about moving in from out of a, an area to a new location what sorts of things um, do you want to know about in terms of um, how your lifestyle is going to match up with the area you move into? Um, you know, there's there are things that make moving to a new area um, feel warm and fuzzy, and there are some that make it feel very alien, right? Um, so, you know, you want to do your best to learn about the area you're moving to, um, to be sure that um, it is a place that you're going to be, you know, happy and meets all your real needs and, and wants in, a, in an area. Right. To give an, a good example, I had some clients a few weeks ago 
And it was the first time coming to Warwick, which they had heard a great deal about from a mutual friend who used to live here. And the wife said, I didn't realize it was so rural. Right. And I had to laugh because according to my children, it is not <laughs> the rural community that they grew up in. But um, they come from the city. And it just seemed just too much of open space, which we do our best to keep. Right. You know, so yeah. um, I I think that and I, that they may rethink it because we went through the villages mm-hmm. and that's that's a different story. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting, you know, as real estate agents, we work hard to make sure people get a full flavor. Sometimes we, you know, we drive into an area one way and drive out another exactly. way. So um, they're getting a full sense of of what's around. Um, and sometimes, you know, I like a scenic route and sometimes I forget that someone who's new to the area, that could be very disorienting for them. And so I work to try to take some of the more main routes, right. um, even if it's a little longer, um, because someone who's maybe coming out of the city is going to be very nervous about all the back roads and twisting and where yes, are all the exactly. lights and right. So, you know, trying to be conscious. And sometimes I will say, listen, we took the long way to get here um, or we took the more um, scenic route to get here, I go, but when we leave, we're going to take a more direct route so you can see, you know, both sides of the area. So it's, it, 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 it's a, it is a lot. And you're, what you're saying about people feeling disoriented, you know, is it too rural? Is it, um, you know, I think that I want a house with three acres of property because I've lived in an apartment forever. But then when I get there, you know, I have conversation with people about how much time are you willing to commit on a weekend to yard work? Uh, because they, some people who've never had a yard have no idea how much time it takes to maintain the exterior of a home. It It's or, crazy. Or, Christine, how big is three acres? Right. If you're thinking of a city plot, say a little, if you're in Brooklyn or in the Bronx and you have right. a little 50 backyard, by 100 spot. which if, that's a big one. Sorry, 50 <laughs> by 50 spot. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden you're talking about three acres, it's totally overwhelming and it looks like uh central park right you know that so that's part of the wish list Mm -hmm. without the knowledge right 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 and that's part of so when when i'm taking people around and they're starting to see that right or i can get you that kind of acreage for the money you want but we're going to be this far from the village how how does that feel for Mm -hmm. you like do you need do you feel like you need to be closer and I will say things like, you know, three quarters of an acre could feel like three acres in the right environment, <laughs> right? <laughs> Depending on what you back up to. I mean, you, you yeah. could have woods behind you. It's infinity, right? You have an infinity amount of, of free space to roam. I think part of that is just the, you're acclimating yourself to a new thing, something new, right. which takes time, Yeah, you know, which is not immediate unless you're accustomed to making changes in your life. But if you lived in an apartment for the last 30 years, mm-hmm. This is a big transition. Yeah. It's a big yeah. transition. But not everybody comes from the city. No, that, <laughs> and, that, and that is correct. Um, and some people are looking, come here and they're looking to downsize their lives. And um, they're looking for a small, like a small village home, walkable to everything. Um, we need more. <laughs> yeah. Or they're looking for, um, you know, they want a condo because they don't want um, to do yard work. Um, correct. But they, but they want to be close to the village lifestyle. And, um, you know, it's that, again, that's part, I always find when I talk to people who are looking for condos, I feel like Orange County does, has not done a great job with, with providing that option for, for people. When I look at some of, uh, the condo communities, 
that are out there in other areas, um, you know, I'm always like, wow, Orange County could really use something like this. Explain the difference. Well, so a lot of ours, a lot of the condos that, that we have here are older, mm -hmm. right? Um, they don't have a lot of storage. They don't have garages. Um, they're not necessarily, they, they were made, you know, in the mid eighties. Um, and it was a different style of living. They're not open concept. Everything feels very tight. Um, and when you go to an area where they have newer condos, um, they feel bright and light and vaulted spacious, ceilings vaulted and ceilings, open floor plan, garage that's, you know, two cars you can fit your, your stuff underneath, in, your, underneath condo. your condo, right? So it's a totally different feel. And some people coming from out of the area, they're expecting to find that. And we really don't have a lot of that um, in the area. So especially like our lower Orange County County area, like Middletown, I think has some newer, um, they do have some, some newer, newer condos that kind of fit that mold. Um, maybe Pine Bush, I think, has one that they've developed over the last 15 years that kind of has that feel. Right, right outside of the village yeah, itself. Yeah, right outside of the village itself. Um, you know, some of some of our communities here, I feel like they've that, that they've focused some of the 55 and older communities that have been developed here have that feel, but they've limited to 55 and older. Only, but except for 20%. Yes, but you still can't have your kids. Yes, I, I was going to say, your children have to be over 18. Yes. So, so it's not family-oriented, but right. we do need family-oriented condominiums, three bedrooms. Right, three three bedrooms, two-car two car garage, garage. You know, um, so open floor plan. Yeah, open, and, right, and with enough space to accommodate a family. Yeah. So I do feel like that is that is an area of opportunity in, in Lower Orange especially. And of course, there's a zoning that doesn't necessarily allow for. Correct. I mean, the, kind the of... towns need to do a better job, too. Yeah, I think that you're correct. There's a few things that I think need to be changed in general. It's, it's uh, places to put your parents mm -hmm. in, at your house, you know. Do they need a little cottage behind your house? We don't have that zoning. Right. Things have changed. Yeah. You know, family needs to be together safer. Right. No, and, and for sure, I feel that, um, you know, as some of the cost of um, an assisted living area have escalated, um, you know, not everyone can afford that, nor do they want that. That's um, the second part. Correct. And so, you know, you, your parent, you may want your parents with you, um, but that space requirement is different, right? Because parents aren't children, right? They want their own space and independence, um, and yet they still want the ability to be near family if they need help. Um, because as people age, they do need a little more help. But that doesn't mean they want to lose their autonomy either, right? I'm going to put mom in the basement. Doesn't no. feel good to mom, right? That's not, that's not the mom answer. <laughs> and, and that has been the arrangement, yeah. you know, and of course, lots of people have beautiful walkout basements, yeah. but it's still not the easiest to move upstairs. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to discuss zoning with the appropriate people right. because they're not seeing it on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. It's not that they're deliberately ignoring it, that it's just lack of knowledge. Right. I feel like that multi-generational um, living arrangement had, had kind of, for the last maybe 15, 20 years, not been a priority um, in building. A little bit right? more. And, and now, you know, and I am seeing it come back more and more. So many of my buyers that are in that, you know, 40 to 50 year old range of right. buyers. The, the sandwich are looking, generation. Correct. Are they yeah. are looking for homes where they have 
kids that may be uh, middle school, high school, and then a, additional space for mom um, or dad or, you know, so that they can be there and support everyone. And we don't have a lot of housing to accommodate, um, you know, that that kind of a scenario. Unless you buy an old farmhouse. Unless yeah. you buy an old farmhouse. You know, which... It's a farm well, that comes along with it. Well, that's the heart of the part. accessory buildings, which is what you're really looking for. Yeah. I, I the, the expanded building, mm-hmm. you know, which had a, a definitely a separate living space. Right. But it was expanded on the main, on the main uh, part of the house or something se- separate that's close by. Yeah. And that's, our zoning does not allow that. No. Um, and if you want to have a two-family house in the town of Warwick, you need eight acres of property. Right. Which is almost impossible price-wise. Right. Right. You know, so we are not dealing with the necessity of today. Right. And that, that has to be addressed somewhere down the line. So we can go back to your list there because that could be on the list. I need a place for my parents. Yeah, that's true. And um, it, as you said, that's a real challenge. I know that, um, you know, we have the, mo- the mother-daughter, which I don't even know we're allowed we're to call allowed that to say anymore. That, no. but, um, extended family extended use. Extended family use, right. Single family home, two kitchens, extended family use only. Did I get that right? As long as it's connected. As long as it's connected. And you get the permits. Right. It's a lot. <laughs> it's quite a bit. <laughs> so um, I have someone who just bought a house and, you know, we, the discussion was um, for now until they figure out the space, um, they're going to turn the dining room into mom's space because it's right by the kitchen and they're going to turn the half bath into a full bath. So she'll have that first, right. you know, she has the first floor access without the stairs. And they probably have a big enough eat-in kitchen. Correct. So they don't need the dining room. Right. So, um, and this had a finished basement space to put like the family room downstairs or whatever, then, you know, for the kids and the video Mm -hmm. games and the, you know, all that stuff. But um, it is, people are having to be really creative with spaces right now. Because you also need a place for your at-home office. That's correct. I mean, and this goes back to that trend where bigger homes are coming back in vogue for, you know, for a while we had seen those big homes sit, like I don't need this much space. Um, And now you see some of those bigger homes uh, moving a little more quickly because you have maybe two people working from home plus kids schooling from home, right? Um, it's, you know, it's it's really a different time right now. And people buy for their needs now. Well, I think that's what you have to do. Yeah. I mean, you have to do, and if you then have extra space, how nice. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll walk around your uncluttered house for, for a little while. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Remember what we tell people right away, Christine. Declutter. Declutter, declutter. <laughs> declutter, but it's it's hard with everybody u- utilizing space that was not used before. Right. You know, uh, we're fortunate. Uh, Jonathan has a separate studio. Mm-hmm. But if he had been an artist that had used the house, mm-hmm. I don't know what we would do. Right. You yeah. Know, Back to the dining room table, which wouldn't be even the dining room. <laughs> That's correct. My dining room table is my office. Yeah. Because we're yeah. in a three-bedroom ranch, and we just don't have a lot of extra space. And Mike works from home as well, so he has the basement. Um, and I'm constantly like, maybe I should just do a three-season room off the deck, right? That like, would work. Constantly <laughs> looking for that little extra space. And um, it'll get there. We'll figure it out. But um, Challenging times. Yes, but we're going to take another break, and we'll be right back. 
Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show. Mondays at 10 a.m. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old-fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information. Hi, this is Dr. Pierre-Louis, a clinical psychologist. I will take your calls and I will answer all your personal and business relationship questions, helping you create a life healthy in mind, body, and spirit every Friday at 11 a.m. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre. Right here, playing the best music. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig. Uh, Better Homes and Gardens, Rand Realty, licensed in New York and New Jersey. I'm hosting today with... Marsha Talbot, Associate Broker, Better Homes and Gardens, Rand Realty in Warwick. So I think we're going to continue a little bit of why you pick a place. Yeah, and I think what's super interesting is part of, you know, maybe not why you pick a place, but part of the fun of, of being in a place is understanding the history of a place. So I decided to, I, and I'm going to give everybody, this is really easy. You can just go onto Google and Google your town. So um, then I said, okay, so we can Google our town, but what's the base? We're in Orange County. So I Googled Orange County, and this is more than we need to know because there's, and this is all of them on Wikipedia, and of course there's a much better source, which um, I thought would be interesting because they called it the Gutenberg Project, which of course the Gutenberg was the, the, the first Bible. Right. But... Um, all about printed. our first printed printed Bible. printed thank you for correcting me that yes, i went to I school meant, i went to school for printing that was right the thing. that is true <laughs> 15 something right yeah. 36 i'm not sure yeah. about that one <laughs> anyway um orange county was officially established on november 1st 1683 mm -hmm. quite early when the province of new york was divided into 12 counties each of these were named in honor of, of a member of the British royal family. Did not know that. Did not know that. <laughs> I do know that out of all the Orange Counties in America, this is the oldest of all of the Orange Counties. We are the original Orange County. Right. 
So there you are, California. Yes. <laughs> I think we're something like 300 years or 200 years older than the Orange County sense. in California. And it took its name from the Prince of Orange, who subsequently became King William III of England. Mm-hmm. So we have a very uh, interesting background. Um, as originally defined, Orange County included only the southern part of the present-day territory, plus all of the present-day Rockland County further south. The northern part of the present-day county, beyond Modena Creek, was then part of the neighboring Ulster County. Really? Yep. Huh. And at that date, the only European inhabitants of the area was a handful of Dutch colonists in present-day Rockland County, and the area of modern Orange County was entirely occupied by the native Muncie people. Uh, And I think they're part of the Lenny Lenape uh, tribe. Um, Due to the relatively small population, the original Orange County was not fully independent and was administrated by New York County. And then it goes on to to tell you a little bit uh, more of who the early occupants were. Hmm. But I thought the fact that that I had no idea about the naming. Right. No, I will say the one thing that... Of course. Right. uh, Ulster, Orange... Um, let's see. Green? I don't, I don't really know. I don't know ones. about green. Because I don't know what the original 12 counties were, so it's hard to hard to know. But um, one thing that I that's think... That's my next, my next Google. <laughs> there you go, your next Google. Uh, but one of the things that's really interesting uh, that people don't realize when they come is how much history is right here in Orange County. Um, for instance, um, in New Windsor, which is Orange County, George Washington lived there. Um, as they were encamped there. At that time, um, he developed the first um, Purple Heart medal was, um, he established that as an, uh, I guess, as a medal while he was there. Um, And, you know, he had troops stationed all over Orange County. So anywhere you go, you'll see those blue and orange signs. It may see that there was an encampment or a battle or- One in Warwick. um, Yeah, and you know, it's, you, that's when you really start to realize the the history of the area, right? Uh, our, we have old homes, but we have like really old homes. The, the, the stone <laughs> houses as you drive by, yeah. drive around town. Of course, Baird's Tavern, mm-hmm. um, which is still being used as a tavern. Mm-hmm. Well, used once again as a tavern. <laughs> yes, that's true. And the, it, it has had many phases. And the Historical Society will give you a tour of upstairs where reputed Martha slept. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, and George visited. Yes. We have, we have if heard not, we claim it anyway. That's right, for sure. Um, but you know, drive down Colonial Avenue mm-hmm. and, and, King, and King's, King's Highway, Highway, which I believe led to Newburgh at some point. Yes, it was along. That was, that was, that was the, the route of the, the soldiers. The, right, the, the road, the only one, I think, for a long time. And you could see the stone houses mm-hmm. along that road. Yep. And as you get closer to Newburgh. Yep. The other things that we have, um, like Washingtonville, we have Brothers Winery, which is the oldest continuously operating winery in America. Who serves very nice dinner and lunch. Oh, good to know. Um, so, you know, it's, it's fun. We, we live in a really fun area that is rich with history. And if you listen to the show after ours, uh, Dick Hall will always tell you um, something really interesting and unique about the area. Um, but it's, uh, it's fascinating. And when you, when you start, you know, when you move here, I moved here from out of the area, um, maybe 10 years ago. And when I did, I had young kids and 
I would take them, um, you know, to whatever historical thing I could find because a lot of them were outside. The kids had fun. I learned something new. Um, and it's what an amazing education about the, you know, the area we live in. So it's, it's unique. It's different than a lot of other places you could be. Right. And I don't think it's only historical things because things have evolved. Um, I'm thinking of Storm King. Mm -hmm. You know, what an amazing outdoor museum to yeah. take children to. For sure. We, we've been many times when the kids yeah. were younger and I would go with my parents and, you know, they would run around the loop and uh, maybe even though they weren't supposed to run up and down the wave fields and... Um, <laughs> Oh, I have a picture of my daughter in a, in a Noguchi um, sculpture. See? But that was many, many years ago. Well, I can tell. And we were very respectful. I can promise you kids are still climbing in and out of all of the outdoor sculptures. <laughs> and some adults, too. But you know what? When you, I think that's part of the fun of outdoor art, right? I mean, it's if they didn't want you to, to interact with it, there would be some sort of roping around it. Well, you're really not allowed to um, climb them. But, I wouldn't say um, climb them, but there's interacting <laughs> with them. I just think it's wonderful for kids to become, you know, to see it because right. it's, they're so big. Yeah. Most of them are so big. Anyway, that's a place that I love. So I, just... <laughs> I do too. I love it. I love, I love it there too. And it's not as historical, but it is amazing. Mm -hmm. And we do have other things in each town. I mean, if we are the oldest community mm -hmm. or one of the oldest Orange County, as you go around the town, there are things in it. And of course, the Delaware I think right. Washington crossed the Delaware. I believe there's some paintings <laughs> of him doing such. Yes. And it was frozen at the time. That's right. And <laughs> um, part of that is a little bit south of here in, in Jersey. Yeah. But, you know, there are things here that we need, that as a family, you, you, you can explore or not as a family. Yeah. As just individuals or whoever. Right. But, you know, back to our theme, which is getting to know the community, um, you know, and is it a right fit for you? Um, you know, all the areas around here are very rich with history. There are tons of places to explore, not only through hiking or biking or the yellow, the blue signs with the yellow writing mm -hmm. or, um, you know, with hiking clubs or, I mean, we have so Bike? many, bike, bike, a lot bicycle of bicycle clubs. We have a lot of bicycle clubs. Um, biking is huge here. So, you know, you need to, to wrap up today. Think about what it is uh, when you're coming into a community that you are looking for, right? Um, kind of put that list together. So not only things like number of bedrooms and style of house and square footage, but what is it that is going to make you have the quality of life that you're looking for? What, um, what activities do you like to do? What do you do in your free time? Um, you know, maybe you're an avid reader and you want, you know, do they have a good book club in the area or... You know, back to your kids. What are your kids' activities? I mean, we have some really interesting things around here. We have one of the best uh, places to learn to pole vault in America. Who knew that, right? Uh, we have a place. It's called the Red Barn. And oh, and it's I out, didn't know that. And it's outstanding. They train, uh, you know, athletes heading towards Olympic stuff all the time. Um, so it's like you. It takes a while. Is that to, in Middletown? No, it's in Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> On, I have no clue. All right, we're going to... Clearly no, more, pole, no pole vaulters in my family. There will be more Googling for you today. <laughs> yeah, there definitely will. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you know, again, how close to schools do you want to be? How close to businesses do you want to be? Do you need big box stores? Would you prefer small local shopping? Um, how much privacy do you want? Do you want to be in a village? Do you want to be a little more 
um, out in the country within five minutes of the village, within 10 minutes of the village, right? What are, what are those things that are going to make um, your move a smooth move um, in terms of what your, what your life is going to be like? I want to emphasize, share that with your agent. And share that with your agent. That'll help you and help your agent find the perfect place. Yeah. So I think we... Um, We've went, we've gone, you know, through our list. Yeah. And I'm trying to think if there's anything that we didn't cover um, on that. No, but we, you know, we were going to briefly, and we'll mention it because we'll talk about it next time, um, you know, ways to ensure your happiness while you're here. One of the things um, when you buy a new home, maybe it's not a, it's a new to you home, but not a new, new home. Um, You know, think about going through your um, inspections really well with your your report really well and doing things to I guess be proactive about things that could go wrong as we're going into the winter months we're going to stop using air conditioners we're going to start using furnaces Uh, maybe you didn't get a great home inspection with the furnace because it was 90 degrees that day so your air condition was working but correct but (laughs) so you know have your have your stuff um, start to have your stuff tested and and you know, have your service people come in. If you're buying a new house, you can think of things like um, home warranties and stuff like that. Well, you, you don't need to buy a new house to have right. a home warranty. And that's something we could go over. Anybody could buy a home warranty. Oh, we, we should definitely do that for yeah, one of our next I, shows. I think that's important for people who may be buying a resale and know it's an older home. Right. And I'm not talking even... A old, old home. It could be 20 years old. Or thir- like that 30 years where stuff really yeah. starts to go down. And, so. and this is a warranty, which we will go over more. Yeah, we'll talk w- about that in depth. Because I think that that is definitely uh, a good insurance policy. For sure. So um, thank you, everyone, for being part of the Real Real Estate Show today. We look forward to uh, chatting with you all again next week. Mm-hmm.